Hello, and thank you for downloading this podcast. I won't hang around and waffle too much at the start. I realise top-loading these things with waffle just gets you too used to the waffle you'll be hearing in the main podcast, so the surprise is ruined. In which case, let's just get on with it and say, here's some of the bits of a radio show we did earlier today. It's a day when we've been hearing about even more success at the Olympics with that 13-year-old skateboarder who got a bronze for the UK for Team GB. Oh, amazing. We are doing so well at this Olympics. I have not heard of our young people coming back with such an impressive haul since um, the 2011 Tottenham riots. Probably then. So it's going so well. It's absolutely unbelievable. Very happy about it, indeed. In fact... I believe if you get yourself a copy of the Romford Recorder on Friday, there might be more of my thoughts on that topic in the newspaper column in there somewhere. Aliens. And I'm not even searching for the... When we first started doing these, I was looking around the papers trying to see if there was any alien news. I'm not even looking. I just go through the papers and I find one every single day. Today's absolute nugget of wisdom. Beam me up Goldie. Music star. Remember Goldie? As in, not the Blue Peter one. You know, the... The singer person, rapper, probably, I don't know. Goldie says he believes that humans descended from Martians. The musician, well, that's a stretch, insists that Mars used to be an old area where we used to live and now we've moved on. Goldie, 55, uh, says that we'll never be able to go home. Now, let me stop you here. It's already kind of a bit thin, isn't it? You know, I'm not really sure because experts who study this stuff and, you know, Jodrell Bank, all that lark, they're not sure about aliens and where we come from. They've got a good idea about evolution. Right? But then Goldie thinks he knows more. Let's see what this next sentence says. Goldie says, Humans can't live in space because that's where negative energy comes from. And we'd implode. Note to self. Oh, negative energy. Oh, you know you're onto a winner when someone starts talking about negative energy. Could we sort that out with crystals? Is that what it is? Because I thought energy was a scalar value, not a vector. But you're probably right. My physics teacher was wrong, and Goldie the rapper has probably absolutely nailed this one. So anyway, don't go to space. That's where negative energy comes from. He says, We are a manifestation of power, energy. He's confusing the two. I think you'll find the rate at which you use energy is power. But do it again. Look sure my physics teacher was absolutely nowhere near as good as Goldie. Um, he says, the universe that's manifested itself into one's consciousness. Where do we come from? We are the manifestation of an infinite universe in infancy. Right. Were you just like hit, hit an autocorrect? You know that autotype thing? I reckon if you did that, you might get more sense about aliens. But my biggest worry is that aliens have the ability to broadcast radio signals. I don't know if you've heard about this, but a while ago they detected radio signals coming from deep space. And my concern is, what happens if that ends up being on 107.5 megahertz one day? I'll be sat around thinking I'm being listened to as a broadcaster. Meanwhile, you get the signal interrupted and something else will break in. But don't worry... Even if Goldie's right, and of course he's not, you don't have to worry about it. There is no way aliens will be breaking into this broadcast anytime soon. You can take my word for that. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. I see that your Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, is fathering another small human, which is impressive. The last thing I saw him do was failed to get an umbrella up. 
And then the one from Blue Peter is actually lots cleverer so anyway there we go we that's that's what goldie has to say about martians but don't worry about them being any interference it probably won't happen just keep your ears out for it i think that's what i'm saying have you been watching the olympics and even if you haven't been watching it you might have seen what i think probably some of the best pictures i've seen of the olympics and it's not the the women's runners you know they've got the number on their side of their thigh one out of four one out of one i saw that and thought has donald trump been marking them again but the better picture was that of diver Tom Daly sat there doing his knitting. Click, 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 click. Doing his knitting by the side of the pool. Imagine. Now, one of the benefits of this, according to some of the things in the papers, is that if you have a hobby, it can help with mindfulness and focus. And that's good, because I guess that's a lot of what you need with diving. And he seems to be really good at it. But to be that chilled that you could sit there and do some knitting by the side of the pool before you are about to go on and do an Olympic performance? What? I get nervous before I come on and do this. And this is often rubbish. So, my question is going to be today. What hobbies have you got? What do you do to take your mind off it if you've got a little bit of spare time? For Personally, for me at the moment, I'm playing a game on my phone where I'm an aeroplane and I'm shooting the bad guys. And I call it playing planes. I play planes, and I'm pretty good at playing planes. Actually, thank you very much. I've got a really good plane get upgrades when you play a lot of planes and my plane is pretty good tom daly sits there click 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 knitting away and we were talking about this earlier today in fact there's some stuff on my twitter you trap me down there's a joke about this on my twitter at mr stephen allen and i wanted to know which hobbies do you use because some experts are saying this is part of what's making him so good at what he's doing at the olympics because having a hobby that focuses the mind it's like a mindfulness coloring in book but it's more useful because at the end of it you've knitted something you don't just sit there with a filled in coloring in book what are the hobbies that take your mind off things hi steve says kenan uh, my hobby is believe it or not djing and music production could do with some of that around here some dj skills uh, he says it keeps me focused my eye and hand coordination is kept sharp I do something that helps with that, don't you worry. Uh, I enjoy doing it and watch people enjoy what I play. I've started a game on my phone as well called COD, and I'm hooked, pardon the pun. The Yes, that's what I do to improve my hand-eye coordination. Got a game called something like 1945 Air Force. I've got like a really good plane. Doing a hobby very much like Tom uh, Daly. Knit, you see him knitting you think is that useful and apparently some psychologists are telling us this could be the key to great performance i should do more of that then shouldn't i stop nodding your head so enthusiastically how dare you how very dare you martin gets in touch and says steve i used to go fishing but i stopped during covid and haven't started again are you worried about catching something <laughs> oh, i walked into that didn't i i walked right face first and oh I said, that's is that what it is is that did you did you set me up for that joke text eight five treble two start your message with the word time i wasn't even going to do that i was going to play the clip where's the clip and say you should go along because not doing is Cobblers. and then also point out that's actually just a type of fish but i think martin's joke that he set me up for was better i do worry that the wool will absorb the moisture you know what i mean and then forever when he's knitted apparently he's knitting not only a hat but some sort of coat for a dog and the dog, because they've got a good sense of smell, they'll be like... <laughs> Tokyo, because they're good like that. But I'm asking about your 
hobbies, the things that keep you focused and uh, all mindful and whatnot. Julie says, I used to enjoy baking, Steve, uh, but then started selling cupcakes. Oh, you did uh, made a business out of it. She said, since then, it's been my job, so I guess I don't have a hobby. Ah. What's that old Confucius, Confucius quote? A man who does what he loves will never work a day again in his life. And that is true for me, because, yes, you know, I could have done other things for a living, but I always loved entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Comedy. And I decided to do what I love, and I get very little work. So Confucius was right about that, wasn't he? Hello, Steve. Yeah, I took up knitting, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm using steel wool now. I've just finished my first suspension bridge. <laughs> Sometimes I, I wonder that like. I don't make any sense, but I'm glad I'm glad I'm in good company. Good show and a good laugh. Jane Hudson from Waltham Abbey is upset at Marks and Spencer for calling one of their pastries plain Jane because it is apparently offensive to anyone with her name. Um, get over yourself, says anyone called Richard. No, I imagine you know what I mean. If you've not seen the story, this woman called Jane, she was, apparently, she said she'd just enjoyed eating one of the vanilla snacks. It's vanilla? So if you've just enjoyed a vanilla snack and you're upset about being called plain, what do you do this weekend? Uh, had a vanilla snack and then had some boiled vegetables. But anyway, uh, it's apparently, there are worse names to be called, is my point. Jane, playing. There are worse things to be... Everyone rushes to be offended. Everyone needs to find the way in which they're the victim. Oh, I've been picked on because my name. I'm aware that there is very little in this world blander than the name Steve. Just Steve. It's just a lot of e-vowel sounds with a little bit of interest at the start, but not lot else. Steve. I'm not going to cry about it. So anyway, if you're interested, of uh, go and get one of these pastries. Apparently it's called a yum nut. I've got a bigger problem with that as a word. <laughs> it's a yum. It's a mixture between a yum yum and a donut. Why would you create such a Frankenstein beast that you have to call it yum nut? Do you fancy a yum nut? How very dare you! There are people watching. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, give me some tasty entertainment news. Scarlett Moffat said she thought her dog was pooing in her new home. Well, everyone's a critic. It's like Animal Rescue meets Love It or List It. Well, thankfully, it wasn't the dog. It was Scarlett. She was pooing in a new home. Where do you do it, Stevie? Fair point, but I either do it at home or I walk to a local McDonald's if I think it's going to be a bad one. What? What? Look, I was presuming she meant, like, on the floor or something. She did, on the tiles in her kitchen. Ew. But it wasn't the dog, it was Scarlett's fake tan. Oh, uh, well, why didn't you say that? I was having some terrible mental image of Scarlett trying to sign a name like when people do icing on a cake. No, silly. She thought her fake tan marks were actually doggy poo-poo. Well, it's better than mixing them up the other way around. You know, she'd have a great deep tan, but the flies. Oh, the flies. Now who's being gross? Yes, we should probably leave it here. Thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. We've ended up asking you if you like your name after a woman called Jane was in the news, upset that Marks and Spencer have used her name, not her specific name, that really would be bordering on a crime. They've called one of their pastries a, uh, a yum nut, by the way. They've called it a plain Jane, and she doesn't like the fact that they've used 
Plain and Jane together. They've used a name in a bad way. I don't like the fact that they've used Yumnut. It might only be my username on certain websites, but I would rather they leave it alone. But anyway, 01708741075. Talking about, you know, do you like your name? I was pointing out that Steve... It's a bit bland, isn't it? Steve. Just like, yeah. To the phones, hello. Hello, Steve. Teddy, mate. Hello there. Steve? Was yeah. Stephen? Wasn't that a king? Was he? Was there, oh, there was good King Wenceslas last looked out on the feast of Stephen. Stephen, and and you've definitely been a McQueen, haven't you? Have I done what? Me? You've definitely <laughs> been a McQueen. How do you know what I get up to on the week? Oh, Steve McQueen. Yes, he's a famous Steve. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, I feel okay. I feel better about my name. I don't think we've helped out Jane. This lady in the news called Jane upset the Marks and Spencers. And by the way, if you call Mark, surely you'd be more annoyed. Everything in that shop's linked to you, but or Spencer, but. She's upset because there's a yum nut that's called Plain Jane. Because it's quite plain. I mean, it's just assonance, isn't it? That's all it is. It rhymes. Um, but do you like your name, Joe in Hornchurch? Hornchurch. Hello, Joe in Hornchurch. Hi, Steve. I don't like average Joe. I know what you mean. I bet that is a bit annoying. Because even when you're above average, it feels like you're being dragged back down. Although, Joe, if you're below average, your name drags you back up. So if I were you, I'd stop trying. Jane gets in touch. Ooh, awkward this, isn't it? <clears throat> no, she's called Jane. Hi, Steve. I quite like my name. After all, it can't can't be shortened for one thing. Well, it could. I could just call you J. But I know what you mean. Uh, and also, it's a popular middle name. But as my first name's already Jane, I don't really need a middle name. Brackets, I don't have one anyway, as apparently it wasn't fashionable at the time to have one. I'm the same. We must be roughly the same age. My parents didn't give me a middle name. Or my folks couldn't be bothered. Why? I'm only going to use one, aren't I? Um, if I wasn't called Jane, says Jane, uh, I would have been called Claire, according to my mum. However, because a neighbour my mum knew at the time had a baby girl and called it Claire, oh, got there first. Missed it by that much. So you got called Jane as a second choice. <sighs> Joe in Hornchurch didn't like the average Joe thing. And says, hi Steve, I like to think I'm above average. Well, Joe, most people do. And to be fair, if most people think they're above average, most of that most are right. Statistically. But there's slightly less than half who are wrong. But I'm sure that's not you, no. <clears throat> Spencer in Rayleigh says, hi Steve, I'm a Spencer and I hate it. Always get called what Frank's, uh, Frank Spencer. Excellent show as always. Oh, that's good. You must have hated it when we were talking about Scarlet Moffat with Larry. I know it was a dog that did a whoopsie on the carpet, but still, very close to what probably annoys you. And then Jane gets in touch, different one, says, Hi, Steve. Jane, a name that I use now, uh, dropped Marion as a dreadful name, so original first name Marion. Her other half likes it because he's married two of them. Not at the same time, I presume. One at a time, that's how I'd like to do my Janes. Uh, the X spelt hers, Jane with a Y. How common, says Jane without a Y. The, it's a big difference. Big difference. And that's the podcast. Congratulations, you made it to the end. It's a sense of achievement. It's like when you finish a workout, isn't it? It's like banging your head against a wall. Doesn't it feel good that it's about to stop? Meanwhile, you can follow me on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen on most of them, their platforms. You could subscribe to this podcast. You could subscribe to other podcasts. I mean, it's not going to affect me, is it? I suppose 
Just don't deliberately tell me you've preferred other podcasts just to rub my face in it. That'd be rude. And why why walk down that path? Meanwhile, till we get around to making another podcast, I'll say bye.